Welcome one and all to episode 7 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am your host, Jim Biscardi, and with me, as always, is Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. Guys, welcome. Hello, hello, hello. This is the week we've all been waiting for. This is E3 week, and we got kind of news. Uh, hey, I mean, listen. enough news to make me <laughs> happy. News of all. <laughs> Yamper. This is a yamper. All right, all right. Before we go down the yamper tangent, Jesus Christian. Uh, if you're new to this show, uh, Wild Podcast has appeared uh, appears every Thursday on uh, iTunes, on ComicBook.com, Stitcher, iHeart uh, Radio, anywhere you can get podcasts. This show is there. And uh, you know, the, if you're again, if you're new to the show, we we break the show down in this way. We go over some news in the front half. We take a little bit of a break, then we come back, and we do a deep dive into the biggest topics of the week to really just sort of unpack them, cry, laugh, uh, all of that uh, together at once. And so like we said, E3, Nintendo had their presentation by the time you're hearing this, would have been two days ago. Um, A ton of new information about Sword and Shield has come out. Uh, Obviously, we're going to talk about that. We are going to talk about some Pokemon Go stuff. Uh, Mewtwo Strikes Back uh, we will be talking about. And uh, and some more. We'll see where, where this takes us. And as always, everyone's favorite part of the show. <laughs> the very, very end. Christian regales us with a fact, tries to stump us. Uh, so far, they've all been great. Christian has a, a six for six track record up until this point. Um, we've seen it pop up in many uh, iTunes reviews, which we appreciate. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. And so uh, we will do that kind of at the very end. All right. Are you guys ready? Always. Yeah, let's let's do it. go with uh, the first big thing that obviously everyone uh, is obsessed with. Um, the big, the, the umbrella news is we were shown two new Pokemon during the um, presentations that are happening at A3 on the floor. Uh, mm-hmm. And one of them is quite possibly the most adorable new Pokemon of all time, Yamper, and the, one of the more creepier ones that we've seen in a while since Mr. Mime, uh, whose name now I just forgot now on the spot. Imp, imp or Impidimp? Impidish. Impidish. Impidimp. 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 Which sounds yes. like a weird BDSM type thing, but we're not going to go down there. Anyway. I mean, you've already just brought it up, so. <laughs> I mean, my, it's already oh, happened. It's the way he looks, his name. It's really super creepy. Okay, first, uh, let's go over uh, Yamper. Uh, Christian, tell us, uh, tell us about Yamper. What do we know about him so, so far? Yamper is an electric-type Pokemon. It's a corgi. It a has corgi. a little heart-shaped butt with a little, like, electric, like, lightning-shaped tail. Um, and it has a new special ability called Ball Fetch, in which when you're trying to capture Pokemon and you miss with that first Pokeball, Yamper is a good boy and comes back and grabs the Pokeball for you and brings it back to you. Because it is the best Pokemon ever. Yes. It's it's Bulbasaur level of amazing. I love Yamper. I will have a six Yamper Pokemon team. Almost. There was fan art for Yamper almost immediately. Yes, because like, he's a best boy. Like, like the yes. greatest Christian doggo. The, Christian dropped the news in, and then we went to go do you know a, a reactions piece. When I went to go look, I no joke saw at least like seven right there off the spot different pieces of fan art for Yamper. So yes. much so that Yamper was a trending topic on Twitter 
for a large portion of the day. Yes. Like, say what you will about new Pokemon and whatever. Like, there's a ton of people who want to be like, I can't believe Pokemon's still a thing. This, this quirky Pokemon was a trending topic for the world on Twitter. I mean, this this Pokemon Sword and Shield is really knocking it out of the park with these Pokemon designs. First, we had Wooloo, which was previously the best Pokemon. And now so we that, have... that PETA... Yeah. To say something about it. Which PETA always says stuff about Pokemon, and then they immediately regret it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just they never learn. They never learn to just leave Pokemon alone. Because <laughs> sometimes they love it, and then sometimes they hate it. <laughs> They're just clearly trying to buck a trend. I'm sorry. I need to stop talking about this. If you want to know more about my feelings, please read the article on comicbook.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's uh, yeah, I mean... We, so now we have uh, Wooloo and Yamper. And what's more, Yamper herds Wooloo. So it's a combination of all the best things of Pokemon Sword and Shield. So but, I'm, but I'm concerned because you know someone out there on some corner of 4chan is going to start shipping them together. And I'm already upset. I'm pretty sure I've already like blacklisted that word <laughs> of like shipping. And I'm like, please don't. Please don't do this. I don't want to do this do today. Do we think Yamper is going to be a... Just uh, uh, have one additional evolution or two additional evolutions? No additional evolutions. He's perfect the way oh he is. Oh, my gosh. I, I concur with that. But if we are going to get one, uh, someone tried to, like, estimate their uh, Yamper stats, and they seem pretty low. It seems like kind of your uh, basic early in the game Pokemon, which makes sense because we've already taken a look at it. Um, so it, it probably will get one evolution. I, I doubt it will be a twofer. I, I love that the first discovery of Amber was uh, in a Dynamax raid. So not yeah. only, it wasn't even just like a little baby Amber, it was a giant Godzilla-sized Amber. Yes. Well, it was a, it was a gym battle. Oh, so the, Yeah, so E3 is doing a rollout of, um, they, the, their demo that they're doing is basically you go into a gym and you challenge a couple of trainers, but one of the Pokemon that you have a choice of that's in your team is Yamper. Uh, basically, so you can be the snot out of this. It's a water-type gym leader, so right. uh, that that gives you the option to just murder her with your humongous 50-foot-tall corgi. <laughs> I'm also just such a fan of that, the fact it's a corgi. I mean, one, Pokemon fans have really wanted just, like, a mm. dog Pokemon like the, this because I mean, we've had the, like between the legendaries. And well, this, they're not the really legendary. Or? They're not really legendary dogs. We needed a pure breed best boy, <laughs> <laughs> and we finally got one. But also the fact, I mean, it's so well timed because it's a corgi, and obviously corgis have such a tight relationship within the United Kingdom and Britain. Right. I mean, Queen mm -hmm. Elizabeth has got a whole bunch. Has, she she has her own cars for her own corgis. <laughs> Those are like the ultimate <laughs> corgis. So I just think that's such like a cool tie-in, but also. We do have to have an evolution for Yamper, which I know is going to happen, and it's upsetting. I just want them to evolve into the Queen's dogs. <laughs> that's it. Just, just, I don't want it to change. It, yeah, yeah, that's literally it. I don't want it to change anything else, except I want him to maybe become a little fatter, and I want him to wear a crown. Pokemon, right, so, are you listening to me? <laughs> total and complete tangent. Well, Only when I was writing up the Yamper article yesterday, I found out something interesting about Corgis. You know what the corgi word, what the, why corgis are called corgis? Why? That is the Welch word for dwarf dog. They're oh. literally, because they're from Wales, 
So the, it's it's literally just they call them dwarf dogs. That's kind of adorable. I appreciate yeah. <laughs> everything about corgis are adorable. All right, let's talk about Impidimp for a little for a second. But do we have to? Impidimp <laughs> is there is something special about Impidimp. He is the first ever dark fairy dual type Pokemon. So this this Pokemon might actually be relevant in like the competitive scene yeah. because it's only got a handful of weaknesses and it's like totally immune to like psychic type and uh, dragon type uh, attacks. So you know that that's going to be pretty useful. Mm-hmm. It's also creepy as hell. Yep. I don't know. I don't think it's creepy. I just think it's kind of like a generic looking demon like character. The only way I think I'm going to be interested in this, and I keep making this joke, is if they like one of like. I'm sure Impidimp will have, like, two evolutions, and if his final evolution is not Devilman, then Japan has missed the ultimate opportunity, in my opinion. <laughs> like, come on. You're right here. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I think the type differentiation is interesting, but I also felt bad. Impidimp on any other day would have been, like, a good reveal, but he had to contend with Yamper. Yeah, that, and was, it wasn't, yeah, that was unfortunate. It wasn't nothing. Nothing can compete with Yamper right now, so... Poor Rip Impidimp right now. Uh, and on the Sword and Shield front, I know they mentioned that the Pokeball Plus will have some functionality there. It, yes. Is that basically all we know, or did they say what it we, was going to we be? We know, so it's not going to be like in Controller, like in Pokemon Let's Go, so you won't be able to like have the Pokeball and throw it at the screen and it works. But you can transfer a Pokemon from Pokemon Sword and Shield into the Pokeball Plus Take it on a walk, and something good will happen. We so you're so not watching the video. Christian uh, did that in air quotes. Yes. He yeah. clearly does not believe uh, that the Pokemon Company will follow through. With no, no, I do believe something good will happen. We well, just, then you didn't we would have put it up in air quotes. It's, it's because it's insanely vague. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure... Some, it could be like you know it. It likes the Pokemon likes you a little more. It could yeah. be it like evolves into an entirely new Pokemon. Oh, that it could would be mean pretty cool. Get Elton for some reason. Like it could literally mean anything. It but what you are telling me, real life, that would be something good. Yes, but Christian, what you are telling me is theoretically, I could put Yamper in my Pokeball Plus, then go take Yamper in my Pokeball Plus, use it as a ball to play fetch with an actual Corgi. Yes, we cool. could have some, yep. like... I mean, you'd probably break... That's, like, inception. No, don't worry. Don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about that. Corgi on Corgi that. on Corgi. Just layers of Corgis everywhere. And then you can go home, and with your Pokemon sleep device, you can put your Yamper in there, and then have your actual Corgi sleep on top of it. That's it. That's all I need. When is Pokemon yep. actually coming out with merchandise for Yamper? That's the last thing I'll say about it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I know. It's I, but, but, ASAP. I need yes. to buy it all. Yes. Um, this this we'll literally have a Yamper episode where we just show off the Yamper merchandise. That's all I need. Yep. Before we get to, okay, I would like to get to like just sort of general impressions about what we saw during the the presentation yesterday because. For for one, I thought it was the the easily the most gorgeous looking thing that I think mm-hmm. we could have ever anticipated for a Pokemon game to be, which is great. But they also dropped a giant bomb yesterday that I wouldn't say has torpedoed a bunch of excitement, but um, definitely has put a damper on the possibilities that we, I think, initially were hoping the game to achieve. 
yeah. and that is not every Pokemon can come to Sword and Shield. I kind of assumed that. I don't know if I just maybe totally missed the boat when maybe Pokemon it's fun. Home was first. I just I just didn't have faith in the Pokemon company to do it, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> or Game Freak rather to to make that kind of expansive character roster Pokemon. Um, I wasn't surprised by it. I think Hoffer maybe be disagreeing with me, but I just I just well, that's not the impression I got when Pokemon Home was first announced. But I wasn't this, too surprised. Yeah, this this. This will be the first Pokemon game that we've had in a while that you won't be able to access the full national Pokedex of Pokemon. That That's why this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in uh, Sun and Moon, while they didn't have the national Pokedex in there, once they got the game, t- you know, the game wasn't initially compatible with Pokemon Bank, but once that happened, you could bring in all, every Pokemon species into the game. That's no longer the case. And that's the first time that something like this has happened. In a long, long time. I think we're talking like 2002 was the last time that something like this happened. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a big deal for a lot of people. I, I don't think it's as big of a deal for the, you know, most people aren't going to like try to get all 900 or however many Pokemon species are going to be in there. But for those of us who are like true completionists, and let, let's remember, the, the core of Pokemon is got to catch them all. You can't catch all this game. You can catch some of them. Yeah. What do you think is the reason, like, that they chose that for this iteration to not do it? Probably a development timing thing, I would imagine. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, They actually, um, Junichi Masuda, the, um, like, the director of Game Freak, kind of did some interviews about this. And in Pokemon... Sword and Shield, they talked about how they kind of, like, increase the quality of all the in-game sprite. So all the Pokemon have, like, multiple facial expressions now. They, they, they don't just stand there. The animations are much more detailed. And we saw that in Pokemon Go. Yeah. Um, so the, the problem is, with the, like, timeline and the fact that they couldn't delay this game as the holiday season. I mean, Nintendo, I'm pretty sure, has a mandate. You need to have a Pokemon game every holiday season. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of that timeline, we simply couldn't get all one species in there. Um, and that basically would be the case. Now, hopefully, we'll get, like, patches or something like that where they add more Pokemon to the game as they, you know, make, like, animate rights. But that, they haven't said that, and there's no guarantee that that happen. But um, a lot of people are going to buy this. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I imagine too. Also, like, it probably has an effect on uh, um, Galar region variant of you know variants of other existing you know Pokemon and things like that. Um, I don't remember if this was an official thing or a rumor I read, but like, is Farfetch'd one of them? Yes. Well, that's a rumor which right. we'll cover in a bit. Um, that uh, Farfetch will have some special things that go on. In Pokemon Sword and Shield, that that's the rumor, and we'll cover why that seems to be legit here in a bit. But yeah, Farfetch was mentioned. Meowth. I mean, we've seen 170 different Pokemon species so far in just the demos. So I mean, this is still going to be an expansive Pokemon game. Hopefully, we have more than like the 400 that we usually see in these uh, Pokemon games, like Pokemon XY uh, and Pokemon Sun and Moon. Both had about 400, 450 Pokemon species, and they're 
regional Pokédex. So hopefully we see more than that number. Right. Like, but if we see like six or seven hundred Pokémon species in here, I think most people won't notice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to another news item of the day. Uh, we don't have our our uh, special uh, Detective Pikachu friend sitting here next to us, um, but I think in the uh, most unanticipated uh, product reveal from the Pokemon company. And I don't think anyone was uh, expecting this one. Uh, we're getting a crying Pikachu plush. It only makes sense because Japan. <laughs> I, I mean, love I love it. I, I know personally that I cannot wait to get my four-year-old who loves Pikachu a crying Pikachu plush for when he's upset. I can pull out Pikachu and crying Pikachu and say, hey, look, Pikachu is upset as well. I, that, I, I mean, is there any other way to use that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other than like completionist theory, but I mean, essentially they're, the Pokemon company announced like a slew of new plushes from brand Presto that are coming out um, in honor of the new Pokemon anime film that comes out next month, mm-hmm. uh, which is a remake of the original 1999 Mewtwo Strikes Back. So Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution is coming out. Um, so we're going to get to see that horrifically sad anime scene of Pikachu just crying and and yeah they they released a plush and um, when I was looking at it it's just a frowning Pikachu its ears are drooping it's got little tears in its eyes so it's it's pretty sad for you to bring with you to funerals Uh, yeah it's um (laughs) it's pretty messed up but but there is good news. They're also releasing uh, the satchel-wearing Dragonair that shows up at the beginning of the film. Um, they're also Dragon. releasing a Pikachu plush with uh, the envelope that Dragonair <laughs> gives away. So I would not be surprised if in a couple months from now we get the uh, surprised face uh, Pikachu as a as a plush. Oh yeah, a high <laughs> yeah. end figure I expect. Because like I, I it's so funny because I think SpongeBob has done this where they've mm-hmm. created figurines of all the different memes that have come out from uh, from SpongeBob mm-hmm. with his various you know uh, over the years of the uh, the cartoon. I would love to see a surprise face Pikachu. Yes, I, I use that meme so much that never has a meme like spoken to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> Like surprise Pikachu. You know, there's uh, like one person at uh, like the Pokemon Company in Japan who's holding out. Like every meeting, they pitch it. It's like, it's like, Let's pitch it's like it. Whenever projections start to get low, he is like, "I've got it, guys. This is what we. This will Me. save our quarter." Yes. Surprise face Pikachu. And then there's that one old man who's like, Mm-mm, <laughs> "We can't do that to our little boy." But one day it will happen. But yes, crying Pikachu is now becoming a. That's it. I mean, they're gonna look at the sales of crying Pikachu and be like, "We can do anything." Yeah, so, like I'm. Yes, that's I. Alri- I'm already planning to order it as soon as I can. <laughs> I was just like waiting, like, when is it coming out? It has to be coming out soon because that movie's um, premiering in Japan in July. Right. So come on. But it's also it's also premiering stateside. Yes, like in at, a shocking turn of events at, a, at anime <laughs> at anime expo oh, this summer. There's too many anime festivals that have very similar names. And so I yes, and there's always some form of anime in it. But um, yes, anime expo in Los Angeles uh, the first week of July. They just announced um, this week that they will be having an exclusive screening of Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution, which is. Pretty surprising because the Pokemon company hasn't really done much mm-hmm. with that convention to date. Yeah. Um, and it usually takes a 
pretty good couple of months to bring the Pokemon movies once they debut in Japan uh, to America yeah. for, you know, the yeah. exclusive rea- theatrical screening. Yeah. They tend to want to make sure they're dubbed, um, if at all possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so are they showing excited. the dubbed version? No, they're showing they're a showing subbed version. A version. Yeah, okay. so they will um, be showing the subbed version at uh, the Anime Expo, which is huge. And the voice like, actors are going to be there, right? So they've announced at least the director and one or two of the producers is coming, and then one of the voice actors will be coming. I can't remember off the top of my head who it is, um, but theories have been speculated that uh, the voice actor for um, either Pikachu or Ash will show up. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited. The Japanese voice actors. Yes, the Japanese voice actors. Um, Anime Expo really loves to bring all the Japanese talent as much as possible mm-hmm. when they do these premieres. Um, mm-hmm. So very much so they will be shipping them all <laughs> over here uh, to introduce the film, um, which I'm not super... I'm. Despite being surprised the fact that it's even happening, knowing how the Pokemon company has tended to not have such a quick anime turnover in the United States, mm-hmm. I'm pretty pleased. And I think they understand that there's going to be a pretty decent-sized audience for this film mm-hmm. in America because it is basically a one-to-one remake of the original Mewtwo Strikes Back. So This probably, like, I, what was it? Was, is it? was it My Hero Academia that set the record for an animated... Uh, an, full-length anime movie at the box office? Or was that... Am I totally misremembering and just making stuff up? I, I think it was... It, it had something... I don't know if it broke the record, but, like, for the for the quickest it. earning yeah. um, to, to kind of reach a record. But, like, last year was an excellent year for... Um, not only... Po- I mean, had the, a Pokemon film did come out last year, The Power yeah. of Us, had Lugia and a couple other Pokemon in it. Um, but in terms of just anime box office, there was also Dragon Ball Super Broly, right. and there was My Hero Academia Two Heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, so... They also had premieres. They were very quick to come over to the United States. So I think the Pokemon company is seeing that, um, especially because they did have more of a public promotion of The Power of Us when it came to the United States, having it in theaters. Is there a chance that Mewtwo Strikes Back has a bigger opening weekend than Dark Phoenix? (laughs) Rip. (laughs) Rip. Rip. I would (laughs) just lose my mind if that like that would just be incredible well to date pokemon uh mewtwo strikes back the 1999 film is the highest grossing anime film domestically in the united states how much much does that mean domestically it made it made a lot it made Uh, over 100 million i can't remember remember. it made it made it made it was huge it made a lot of bank that's when all those uh, ancient mewtwo cards uh, ancient mew cards came and Mm -hmm. uh, yeah so ended up in basements everywhere yeah so if i go to this premiere and they don't give me an ancient mewtwo card i mean mew card i will riot (laughs) (laughs) there will be riots (laughs) so um yeah it's, it's interesting to see how the pokemon company is trying to level up the anime presence here, especially with the new Pokemon generation being announced. We will be getting a Pokemon Sword and Shield anime Mm. um, coming out now that the sun and moon is starting to wrap up. So I'm interested to see. Also interested to see. Yeah, because I really like sun and moon. I'm really liking as an anime. The anime for sun and moon, honestly, story wise is one of the most compelling that I've seen. I know the traditional kind of ranking is like X and Y is the best. And then you go back to like season one with like Johto and Kanto Mm -hmm. region. But I really love what they do with the Alola region Mm -hmm. um, in the anime. So I love the team rocket involvement in it all. Like, yeah, they're ridiculous. Like it feels new and fresh, but also, you know, yeah, something for, and I feel like Pikachu got such a great personality in the sun and moon anime. Um, And it's done a really great job of like, 
having stuff for kids and for adults. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to see uh, where uh, the Sword and Shield will go. And if the characters that are original to that region, the Galar region, don't have British accents in the dub, I will be furious. Oh, my gosh. I would love to to hear, like, a Japanese voice actor trying to do, like, a British-ish accent while speaking Japanese. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't even know if that's like, possible, but now I'm so like, curious. Level of awful. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I just need to know, like, how will that work? Oh but that's that's what I'm that's what I'm planning. That's what I'm pitching. Stay tuned. There will be an article. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we get to our deep dive of more Sword and Shield stuff, uh, we have a little bit of uh, Pokemon Go news. So, Christian, why don't you tell us what that what that's all about? So Pokemon Go Fest is this weekend uh, in Chicago. Uh, comicbook.com is not going this year. Um, None of us but, got passes. Yeah, unfortunately. But uh, for those of us, and there are many of us, who can't go to Pokemon Go Fest, uh, they're doing global challenges again. So uh, each this year they're doing each team, each of the three teams, will need to get 15 million field research tasks completed over the four-day stretch for Pokemon Go Fest. Um, and then you unlock different bonuses. It's stuff like um, this first one, uh, extra raid candy, extra hatch candy, uh, half distance of egg hatches, uh, extra catch candy, um, and we can unlock shiny versions of the legendary beasts, uh, Suakune, Entei, and Raikou. And each of those will have a special raid day, kind of like what they did last year where there'll be raids everywhere of that specific Pokemon species for like a three-hour stretch, and you can try to uh, capture and encounter a shiny version of that Okay, Pokemon. so you pronounced that first one yeah. different than the way Megan pronounced it last we week. We all pronounced it differently. different than the way that, I admittedly pronounced it uh, last week. So I, we need to, do I, this, I we need to decide. It, I, I used to pronounce it Suicune, but then in uh, Pokemon... Uh, uh, Pokemon Generations, that, that mini anime series that came out a couple of years ago, uh-huh. where it was in episodes, they had one that was all, like, it was the Pokemon Crystal episode. Mm-hmm. And they, they referred to them as Suikune. So that's... Suikune. Yeah, but the original Fizz, like, media dub for, like, one of the, like, earlier, like, season was Suikune. Yeah, well, I mean... So that was who knows? Honestly. And they all referred to Rice Falls as donuts, so... I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Pokemon doesn't have the greatest dub history. And also, we could just sit here and argue about Dragon Ball Frieza Frieza. So, you know what? Suicune, Suicune, Kune, I don't care. We all know who <laughs> we're talking about. <laughs> how, how is Frieza supposed to be pronounced? Don't even get me started. <laughs> well, I, this, this is news to me. Because sometimes it's like... Is it not Frieza? Just Frieza? Sometimes it's Frieza. Sometimes it's Freezer. Sometimes it's Frieza. Sometimes it's just a stupid argument. <laughs> Actually, it's always a stupid argument. Frieza? Yeah. Frieza. Because that's, that's more in line with actually how the Japanese oh, like nice. translation of oh. it is, is Frieza. And then there's... Frieza, because that makes sense, because it's a pun. And then that's Freezer in some countries. I'm they didn't even try. <laughs> so, Just to, like, piss off Dragon Ball Z fans, it's just going to be Freezer, Freezer, Freezer. Yeah, no. yeah. And then if you get started on the spelling, it gets even worse. Yeah, <laughs> so. Uh, so are any of you going to try and go for the, the Beasts during um, this challenge? Well, it depends. Like, I'll, I'll do the field research challenges this weekend. I always like participating in those. It's fun. Uh, you know the 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 bonuses that they give out are pretty are pretty big deals. Um, for the raid day events, it just depends like what what dates they have in mind and if I have something going on. 
you know, that, that's always the problem with those. It's a three-hour window. I've got a toddler. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if, if it interferes with my real-life schedule, I, I can't do it, and then I miss out. Like, mm-hmm. I, I got one of the shiny Articunos last year, um, and that was that was pretty cool, but I, I didn't get any of the other shinies that they did last summer. Mm-hmm. All right. When we get back, we are diving deep into more Sword and Shield stuff, our impressions of the footage that we saw, plus... There's a bunch of rumors out there. We're so many. Talk about them. All right. I, uh, given the news that we got last week, the news that we got this week, I am extremely excited for this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in some of the plain surface level user interface design aspects of this game, mm-hmm. it already feels like 10 steps above Absolutely. Yeah, um, it's it looks a lot cleaner. Um, they, they've implemented a lot of like some of the design elements from Let's Go, I yep. noticed, mm-hmm. in the UI. Uh, like it tells you which attacks are effective and which attacks are super effective. Um, but that all is a lot closer. I think that's a really great move. Um, it, it looks just absolutely amazing. Like I can't wait to play this on a on a big screen. Like I love playing Let's Go on, on my giant television. Mm-hmm. But this game... In the way that, like, I thought we were just going to get an upscaled graphics version of Let's Go. And this is way beyond that. With just mm-hmm. in the, the way yeah. that they play with, with depth of field and when you're walking around and mm-hmm. stuff that shows up in the background. And, and all of that stuff is just so phenomenal that it's just going to make it that much more of an engrossing experience, I think. Uh, that I don't think any fan was expecting. And, no. and for for us to, to be getting this, I'm just like, oh my God, give me this game now, please. I mean, yeah. we're getting dynamic weather. We're getting, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the wild area looks like, uh, you know, it, it, it's, you, you can tell they did like Breath of the Wild. They saw Breath of the Wild. Uh-huh. Just, mm-hmm. Crap. So let's um, talk about, let's talk about the wild area for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they showed a bunch of wild area, you know, play. So I may be, confusing what they mean by wild because i thought the wild area was just going to be one section of the map that was going to have the pokemon you know wandering around and stuff like that now correct me if i'm wrong is the wild area just every area in between cities that's what i get the impression that seems to be the implication they haven't basically what would be the roots yeah is are the wild areas yeah and because they because you know, at first they made it sound like, okay, you know, this would be like one area that has multiple entrance points. Right. Like I thought uh, it was going to be like a safari zone type thing. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that seems, that seemed was kind of how they implied it would be. But during the demo, they had like multiple names of places that come up. So it's like, you're walking by such and such lake. Yeah. Uh, you're mm-hmm. going by this forest or this plains. So, you know, it definitely seems to be they've done away with the route system. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're no longer going from Route 1 to Route 2. You're mm-hmm. going to this location if you want to catch this Pokemon. Right. And that mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I love that and, a lot. And it's huge. It looks so huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's and that's the craziest part. Like it it genuinely it looks so big, but not big enough that feels like you're going to spend 30 minutes walking from one city to the, to the next. Mm-hmm. Like it still feels like like it it will rel- be a relatively quick trip in between mm-hmm. towns and stuff, mm-hmm. but it is, it it is just so crazy expansive mm-hmm. just from the the looks of it all that I'm just like, "Oh man." I want to know what like the fast travel look lo- looks like with Corviknight. Like I want to know like I, I want there to be like a mini game section where you could like steer well, Corviknight. Like it's, <laughs> but they showed Corviknight just like flying around in mm-hmm. that area, and like we knew it was already going to be a big a big bird Pokemon. That thing is enormous. It is an yeah. absolute unit. Um, yeah. It's huge. He's, he's, it he's also, a big bird. I also want to figure out. Uh, so Machoke mm-hmm. in the game. Looks way bigger than Machamp looked in uh, Detective Pikachu the movie. Mm. So I need to well, get a better understanding of how big these Pokemon are. Uh, he says like a six. I think he's like five or six feet tall. Um, I mean, he's 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 a he's a big dude. I mean, he could yeah. he could kick your butt. Yeah, uh, like, and now chase you, which that's, that's <laughs> which is the scariest that is, thing. That is legit. Like, you have this giant like five foot and eleven, or it's close to six foot giant Pokemon chasing after you. Like I saw in one video, they showed like a Steelix, um, just kind of just like roaming around on a thing. I'm like, my God, could you imagine getting chased by that thing? It would be effing terrifying. Yeah. Like so, I, that was maybe my favorite thing that happened in Detective Pikachu. It showed like how scary, like a, just a Cubone chasing you would be. <laughs> like imagine right. like a Machamp or like these like terrifyingly huge Pokemon coming mm. after you. Like, nah, Nah, man. It gives me way more respect for Ash Ketchum. <laughs> so I, I just looked it up. Machoke is four foot eleven and weighs one hundred and fifty five pounds. Um, so yeah, he's 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 about the size of um, a, a, a fat teenager, or not a fat teenager. Right. That, that's that's mean. That's right. Um, a a a larger, not scrawny teenager. Right. Mm. Yeah, no, I couldn't take him. <laughs> Confirmed. Would run. <laughs> All right. And also. Did you know it could lift a dump truck with one hand? Sorry, I'm, I, every time I come to go to Bulbapedia, I start reading the Pokedex, and like it can lift a dump truck with one hand. Like it could literally, if it catches you, could, like pick you up and like just crush you. you into a city from the wild. Just area. grab your head and just go pop. You're yeah. Dead. Oh yeah, you're you're dead. Like that's <laughs> terrifying. So so that's the M-rated Pokemon game we're gonna get one day, like Mortal Kombat just, uh, yeah. Pokemon. The, 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 just a just a Machoke just ripping your arms right off. Yeah, now that that is something the Pokemon Company will never yeah. approve. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's talk about the leak that came out, mm-hmm. uh, Christian. Why don't you walk us through some of the some of the things there that, that happened? Right. So. Um, about a week and a half before last week's Pokemon Direct, I believe it was May 24th or May 25th, uh, someone posted to 4chan. Now, we need to qualify that, one, people make leaks, and I use their quotes again, podcast people, uh, to 4chan all the time, and they're almost always just blatantly false. It's just people make something up, and because you're anonymous on 4chan, you can get away with it. But this one named several aspects of the game correctly weeks before the Pokemon Direct. It named uh, your rival in the game, Hop. Uh, it uh, correctly said, called out Dynamaxing as the new mm-hmm. uh, mechanic. Uh, we got descriptions of Zacian and Zamazenta, the uh, legendary Pokemon. We got Leon, uh, Wooloo, the wild area, Max Raid mechanics. We got a lot. This, this, this leak got a lot of stuff correct. So people were like, huh, that's pretty interesting that this, this leak was right. 
Then with the sword and shield info that got released yesterday, they got even more information correct, including Yamper. They called it Pamper, but Pamper, Yamper, basically the same thing. They called it a, a Corgi Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also got um, the, the, the gym leader, Nessa. Uh, yeah. they, they, they named her, too. Um, so it looks like this leak is accurate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one of the things it brought up was Gigantamax. Yes. Which uh, is... So there's going to be a second mechanic called Gigantamaxing, which, unlike Dynamaxing, which just makes your Pokemon big, it will actually change what your Pokemon looks like. Uh, they gave a couple of examples. Uh, they said that Gigantamax Pikachu would look like his original chubby look from Pokemon Red and Blue. Yes! Uh, yes. Uh, we, uh, apparently, Lapras will have some sort of, like, musical component, like there's musical notes and bars on a shell, um, and Meowth would be a long-bodied cat of some kind. So oh. these are pretty, pretty substantive changes. Yeah. So, like, long cat Meowth. So yeah, we're looking at Perfect. yeah, like a, a cat that a, a meow that actually looks like a cat. Um, mm. Before we move on to some of the, the the some of the other stuff that got mentioned, I think there are a few things that we should talk about that were confirmed ish. Um, mm-hmm. One that Dynamax is replacing Mega Evolutions and Z moves, which to me, thank God, because I hate them Z moves. But well, um, I mean. This is kind of like how Z-Moves replaced Mega Evolution in right. the last game. Yep. So, you know, just because it was replaced in the main game doesn't mean that we won't have access to it later. Although, so, who knows? Because we can't access all the Pokemon. So, yeah. so that's, that's, that was going to be the question I bring up. If you bring in a Lolan, like, I, I would imagine you can bring in a Lolan Pokemon into mm-hmm. Sword and Shield. If you bring right. in a Lolan Pokemon that had a Z-Move, do you lose that ability mm-hmm. in Sword and Shield? That I would I'd be surprised that they would like again, it, it kind of falls back to like the, the timeline and the production issue. I, well, like I would imagine if they would even have time to But I would remember. imagine you you couldn't because yeah. you wouldn't have Z crystals. Like mm-hmm. your trainer would not have the band and the Z crystals and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you wouldn't be able to. But does it set up like for a thing like maybe after you beat the game, oh, here's this thing that we found in the Alolan region. You've won this. And, yeah. you know, is, do, yeah, do they that, introduce? Yeah, that, that's what I think they're going to do. Is, yeah. I mean, that's what they did with Mega Evolution and Sun and Moon was like after the game, the two assistants from uh, the uh, Kalos region were like, hey, here's here's a Mega Evolution band. Hey, by the way, Megalution is awful now. By the way, it does terrible things to your Pokemon, but use it if you want. <laughs> yeah, I very much feel like at the end of the game, you're going to like go back to your home or whatever, and there's going to be like a box shipped <laughs> to you from like the Alola region from an anonymous user. It's like, hello, please try this. <laughs> we have not, we don't have any inklings on who or what the professor is going to be. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we, we do. do. Oh, we yeah, do. We yeah, got- I totally missed that. Yes, it's a sweet the first little lady. Professor. It's oh. Professor Magnolia. She's a little old lady. And her uh, daughter is Sonia, right? And yeah, her granddaughter I, I is totally Sonia. Yeah, granddaughter. Everyone's, uh, I mean, Sonia was everyone's like new favorite Pokemon character, and then mm. they came out with Nessa. Um, so now who knows? This is another <laughs> loop and Yamper situation all over again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, Sonia, she's, she's the granddaughter. Mm hmm. So some of the other leaks also included, what, what was that? 
Oh, they uh, they're investigating Dynamaxing. That's that's what the professors. Ah, right. mm-hmm. um, so one of the other leaks also included the uh, other or the the evolution next steps for the three starter Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Christian, yes. you want to walk us through what those were? So it looks like uh, the Pokemon company can't resist themselves anymore. Uh, we're going to get uh, Scorbunny supposedly evolves into a firefighting uh, hybrid, mm-hmm. but, which I mean it makes sense. It's a rabbit that kicks. <laughs> oh, I mean, that, that, that makes sense. That's kind of boring, because that's, I think, what, number four, number three? Yeah. We, we've had yep. a lot of firefighting evolutions. Um, Sobble right, is going to become Litton Game Spawned. Right. Or, or whatever the hell Litton turns out. Uh, oh, the... Oh, yeah, I can't remember the thing now. Incineroar. Incineroar, yeah, yep, there we go. Yeah, he's a fire dark, and then... Um, oh, is uh, he fire dark? He's not firefighting? Yeah. No, he's fire dark. Sure, he's uh, a wrestler, but uh, let's not give him the fighting type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's a heel. That's why he's a right. heel. <laughs> okay, uh, fair enough. Anyways, but uh, uh, so Sobble turns into James Bond. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, you know everyone's going to want to play a Sobble because it, it turns from a timid little millennial into James Bond. <laughs> um, I mean, that's that's the dream right there. Right. Uh, and then Rookie becomes a giant gorilla with a wood drum, which I think we could have all guessed that. You mm-hmm. know, Monkey Dick becomes gorilla with a drum. So, um, yeah, those those are the evolutions. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what's more about this evil legendary Pokemon? Yeah, so the, the, the they mentioned that we'd be getting an evil legendary Pokemon called Eternatus. There was no other information given. Um, it, it could be something like uh, kind of like Giratina from uh, okay. Pokemon uh, Diamond and Pearl and Platinum, where Giratina was kind of presented as this like otherworldly force that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, or yeah, it, it, we don't know much. the source of Dynamaxing. <laughs> maybe <laughs> that, that would oh, make gosh. a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that's why like the queen is still alive is because of Eternatus. <laughs> Oh boy! So any of our British listeners are gonna come at you. In a oh, I love the queen. I love the queen. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm I'm a monarchist all the way because it doesn't impact me at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that seems to be interesting, and it kind of ties into the villainous team. Seems to be more of a nuisance type team. Kind of uh, they're they're called Team Yell. Uh, they're apparently some. They're, they're like fanboys and fangirls of somebody in the region or uh-huh. whose name is Marnie. Um, so, you know, if Team Yell is going to kind of be a nuisance, which was like, you know, Team Skull wasn't the bad guy of Sun and Moon. Right. Yeah. You know, they, they, they were there, but they, they, they weren't like the, the, the main bad guys. And right. so it, it would make sense that we could have an equal legendary Pokemon, I guess. So, like, will Team Yell primarily be responsible for making really bad online petitions? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that the plan? Yep. They go around trying to get you to sign online petitions on their like Pokedex. <laughs> yeah. oh, Bring gosh. back Fireflying. Pokemon Company is getting too real. Nice. <laughs> All right. So with that, we'll, we'll wrap up our, our our Sun and Moon talk. Obviously, there's going to be a ton for us to unpack over the next couple of weeks. So you know, as more gameplay stuff comes out, um, mm-hmm. inter- you know, they're doing interviews at E3 now, and those will start to inevitably roll out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so plenty, plenty, plenty of stuff. Uh, to talk about, but I mean, even just what we've got now, you know, speculation running wild. Um, I'm excited. I know, you know, t- there was a, 
I don't think I don't I didn't see any negative ish sentiment outside of the not bringing everyone over, but that's more of a just a selfish thing than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So so ton of stuff to to catch up on in the coming weeks. Poker fact of the week, Christian. Is it gory? Do I need to like brace myself? It is. It is not gory. It Good. is weird. Weird. So okay. This week we're going to talk about Wobbuffet. Ah, uh, bless. So, Wobbuffet. So you know Wobbuffet. We all know who Wobbuffet is. Uh, where's his head located at? Oh, this one I think I know. It's the shadow, isn't it? It it, it is in fact the tail. Yeah, it's never. The tail. It you you'll notice that the tail, which is black, um, it has two eye spots on it. Um, and nice. Wobbuffet never opens his eyes you know the what we think are the eyes you know the little the squinty squinty eyes. things yeah uh, so the while the pokedex doesn't actually go out and say like hey its head is actually its tail um it does reference the fact that you know it it, it hides in the shadow to conceal its tail um it doesn't let whenever it has its tail attacked that's the only time that wabafet actually gets aggressive and it also explains why wabafet is basically a punching bag yeah, because you know it's like a decoy. It, yeah, it's a it's a decoy, and so you know the 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 strong implication is is that Wobbuffet's like actual brain and head is is that little tiny tail with two eyeballs, and that explains so much about it. <laughs> yeah, so it's like one of those butterflies that have like the eyes on the wings, so you yep. attack yeah. the wings and not. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so I'm like I'm I'm like excited that I kind of knew this one. And I can't remember where it was, but I remember specifically someone saying that like the big blue body was basically like one of those inflatable punching bags that was supposed to be a decoy for um, the little black little black tail, which I guess I always thought was like it's supposed to be like a shadow of some sort, but it's more I guess it's 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 tail. Well, that's that's why that's why Wobbuffet hides in the shadows to conceal right. its true body. Yeah. I mean, smart, but also dark. Well, that's one of my favorite characters in the anime, so. Yeah. I like his little pre-evolution. Why not? <laughs> it's just so, <laughs> it's just like the cutest little thing, and I want to cherish it forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that said, um, that wraps it, uh, does about, bloop, 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 bloop. that about does it. And wraps up another episode of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared. Uh, as always, please, it you know, we love hearing from you guys. Hit us up um, on social media. We'll give you our handles in just a second. Um, but the biggest thing that you could do to help this show to gain a larger audience is not only tell other people about it, because that's a great thing. Yes. Uh, but leaving us reviews on, on iTunes. I can't you know, express this enough. Like we love, one, we love reading them because they make us all feel good that we're doing something that you guys enjoy. But two, they help more people discover us. You know, we're, we're starting to climb up the ranks when you start searching uh, for, for Pokemon uh, you know, on iTunes and stuff like that. And so um, you know, more and more of you guys are coming to, to listen each and every week, and we, we love it. We appreciate it. Um, so leave us an iTunes review. Have your friends leave us an iTunes review. Uh, well, next week we will probably go ahead and read some. Uh, if we read your review on the air, you will win a comicbook.com t-shirt, which we will send out to you free of charge. Not um, even I have a comicbook.com t-shirt. Yeah, so. We should probably fix that. Wow. Write <laughs> a review, Hoffer. Yeah, geez. Where's your review, Hoffer? <laughs> Stuff the ballots, man. Um, uh, so yeah, so like I said, uh, Wild Podcast appeared, appears every Thursday wherever podcasts can be found. Uh, and as always, we, there is a ton of Pokemon coverage, especially with E3 this week uh, at comicbook.com. Um, a lot of it from uh, Christian, a lot of it from Megan, a lot of it from Nick, and you know the rest of the team here. 
so check it all out uh, to stay tuned. And that way, when you come back and listen next week, you will be totally prepared to uh, bring your opinions to the table as you're listening mm-hmm. um, as, as we go through all of this stuff. So uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jim Biscardi. I'm on Twitter at Megan Peter CB. And I am C Hoffer C Bus. Why is what's with the C Bus? Columbus. Uh, it, it's oh. comicbook.com CB and also Columbus. It's it's clever. C Hoffer C Bus. It's not it is it is pretty clever. It's kind of just like I see Hoffer and I see a bus. <laughs> you take me to Hoffer. Also an alternative one. You know, that that's what my son does every time he sees a bus. Hey, look, a bus. <laughs> I see bus. Yes, perfect. Well, with that, we will see you guys next time. See ya. Thank you.